0: I hope you have listened to our past podcast conversations, and if you'd like to hear past episodes, go to BeBraveAtWork.com, subscribe to our podcasts, and learn some valuable lessons about bravery at work. Be on the lookout as well for my new book, Drive Your Career, Nine High-Impact Ways to Take Responsibility for Your Success, which is being published in September 2020. Our podcast today is sponsored by Cabot Risk Strategies, based in Woburn, Massachusetts, I'm really excited to introduce our guest today. Dr. Richard Schuster is a licensed clinical psychologist, keynote speaker, CEO of Your Success Insights, and the host of The Daily Helping with Dr. Richard Schuster, Food for the Brain, Knowledge from the Experts, and Tools to Win at Life. On this podcast, Dr. Richard interviews world-renowned thought leaders and influencers who educate and inspire listeners through their stories, expertise, and passion for helping make a difference in the lives of others. Dr. Richard's mission is to help people become the best versions of themselves, and as a result, make the world a better place. He is also the president of Every Kid Rocks Incorporated, an organization dedicated to helping children everywhere reach their true potential. Hello, Dr. Richard.
1: Hey, Ed, it is great to be here. That was a beautiful introduction. You've given me a a lot to live up to here, so hopefully I can deliver.
0: I don't think that will be a problem. (laughs) Thank you so much for finding time in your busy work schedule to join us.
1: Absolutely. An honor to be here.
0: Great. Well, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about bravery in the workplace and your experiences with bravery. But before we get there, I'd love to see if you could add anything or tell us a little bit more about yourself. Sure.
1: You know, it's really wild when you hear your life captured in 15 seconds. But what isn't shared in my bio is kind of who I was before everything I'm doing today. And this story begins really in my early twenties where I got incredibly lucky in some ways, and then had a a really horrible experience that reshaped my life. I decided in my early twenties that I was going to start an IT consulting company and I was heavily focused on money and material things. I was in my mind going to be the next Tony Stark before anybody really knew who Tony Stark was. And I bid on a government contract with the department of defense. And not missiles or bombs or anything. It was it was software for the medical records for the Army. And I bid on this with a couple of friends and had no business winning it, but we won. And so now all of a sudden, I've got this company. I'm, in my mind, building an empire. I would come home from work, and I would get on eBay, and I would look at things like yachts and islands, because you can get those things on eBay, uh, because I was going to have an island and I was going to name it after myself. And this is what a jerk I was. Uh, And then on what was otherwise an ordinary Saturday, I was driving to go have dinner with a cousin. And I was in a near fatal car accident in which Mm. uh, I broke my spine. I nearly tore every ligament in my neck. I suffered severe internal injuries. And this was one of those moments where it really started a transformation for me. Now that I'm a, a psychologist, I understand the brain and the, the inner workings of neuroscience a lot more than I did it in my 20s. But what's very interesting about the brain, Ed, is if you think about our response to danger, think the saber-toothed tiger. This is a very ancient, evolved system. And so, what the brain does when we are in perceived imminent danger, many times, is it slows time down. So Everybody on Business Podcast likes to use matrix analogies, so I'm going to use one here. So if you can imagine when Neo was dodging those bullets, that's what it was like for me in this maybe three-second accident, Ed, where car number one is flying through the intersection right into me, and I know I'm dead. I mean, this kid's going full speed. That car hits me, sends me hurling towards oncoming traffic. My airbag goes off. My windshield is shattered. I can see little shards of glass floating in the air and slow motion and the light from the sun reflecting on them. I can see my center console crushing into my side like it's an empty can of Coke. And then that car in oncoming traffic hits me and sends me across the other lane into a telephone pole. That was all maybe a series of three seconds. And that time could have been an eternity as I was having this massive internal dialogue with myself that I'm about to die. I wasn't praying to God or the universe or anything to let me live. I knew I was going to die. And then I started thinking about all the things that I wasn't taking with me, that car that had two payments or so left on it, the watch I was wearing. What I really began thinking about in that moment, Ed, is the call that my parents were going to get that evening, that their son was dead. I was thinking about, What have I really accomplished in life? What would people be proud of? What's that legacy? And maybe not in those exact words, but that was kind of the gist of it. And then, you know, spoiler alert, I survived. Uh, But (laughs) it took me a really long time to recover. And and I would love to say that, you know, I had like balled up my fist in the hospital bed and said, as of this moment, I'm only going to do good. Uh, It wasn't like that at all. In fact, I rehabilitated and I did go back to my company. And the longer I was there, the more miserable I was there. And and finally, after two years of just hating my life because I knew I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing uh, and physically becoming ill from it. Doctors didn't know what was wrong with me physically. They were gonna send me to an infectious disease specialist because nobody could figure it out. But it was fear that was keeping me from taking the next steps that I needed to take, fear of letting people down, fear of the unknown. And then really when I made the decision finally, that I had had enough and I was going to be courageous and brave, uh, I walked away. I walked away from that company and my partners were floored. I just flat out quit and then went from 80 plus hours a week to zero Mm -hmm. and was just sitting in this empty house with no clue what I was going to be doing. And really a series of events led me to my life today in that uh, I went to the grocery store, And because Instacart didn't exist back then, if it did, I'd probably be working at Pizza Hut or something. I have no idea what (laughs) I'd be doing. And so I I went to the grocery store, and I heard two women talking about their kids on social media. So this was MySpace, which tells you how long ago this was. And I don't usually interject in conversations, but I did and just said, hey, you know, I've got some – it knowledge and these are some things that you need to think about to keep your kids safe online and then i told them a few things to do and their eyes got really big like silver dollar pancakes and i didn't mean to freak them out but i did and they invited me they almost ordered me to come speak to their pta and share this you know dark secrets that i know about the internet and whatnot and i go and i do that and all of a sudden a guy in the audience who actually was on the cybercrime unit in that city came up to me and said, you know, you can say things as a civilian that we can't say in law enforcement. Now I'm on a speaking tour. Now I'm teaming up and I'm going around and I'm educating parents. And that led to me having an opportunity to mentor a kid. I had considered graduate school, but I really had been intimidated by it historically and decided to be courageous and see what would happen. And I went and got a master's in social work and I worked a lot with kids from Hurricane Katrina and then wanted to go beyond. And so I uh, applied for a doctoral program, got my doctorate in clinical psychology, which allowed me to get subspecialties in advanced training in forensic and neuropsychology, did my dissertation in the impact that social media like Facebook and Twitter have on personality functioning, and then uh, moved forward into the real world, so to speak, got licensed. It was everything I ever wanted, right? Like I, I achieved this goal, this big goal, and I defended my dissertation and passed the boards, which intimidates so many people, but just felt like I needed to have a bigger impact at. And so that's really what led me to create my podcast. And that has taken on a life of its own, as you know, and we're in well over 100 countries and I have a really large following. And that gave me a platform to really go after things in society that upset me to make some changes in the world, in the business world, to make some changes. That's why I started my nonprofit for kids, Every Kid Rocks. So all of this is to say is that much of this came from ideas that wouldn't have happened if I hadn't decided to take a shot and go for it. And, you know, podcasting is interesting, as you know, it's kind of like doing karaoke for the entire world and not just a room of drunk business people. (laughs) So if you suck at podcasting, the entire universe is going to know how bad you really are, including all your friends and loved ones. But I just decided to do it and see what would happen. And and it's completely transformed my life. And the businesses that I now run today are a 100 percent direct result
0: of that. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Richard, for telling us that story. And I will tell you that oftentimes on this podcast, we have people tell stories about bravery that they exhibited in the workplace. And very rarely, and I would put you into this category, you know, you experienced something in respect to your car accident that few of us can imagine. You know, I've never had an event like that happen in my life. And so part of it is examples of bravery that you may have done purposefully and part of it may have been examples of bravery that just happened automatically that you didn't even think about. But you know, what a dramatic event to happen to really you know, demonstrate kind of bravery in navigating all of the challenges that you had to navigate that, you know, unfortunately, we could probably talk about that for hours, but you know, we won't have time to do that in respect to your process. But you know, before we continue on with our conversation, just for our listeners, who are non-Marvel addicts. Can you clarify who Tony Stark is? Oh my goodness,
1: okay, absolutely. So Tony Stark is the protagonist in the long-running Iron Man comic book series. There you go, he's yeah. Iron Man. He's Iron Man, yep, and then of course made, made famous by Robert Downey Jr. in the movies. But yep. uh, yeah, he was a uh, billionaire who was incredibly focused on women and money and then some of his own weapons were used against him and he had kind of this life changing moment where he no longer wanted to make weapons. He wanted to heal the world. Right.
0: Right. So Dr. Richard, when you think about bravery, you know, in the workplace or to some extent in life, you know, what words or phrases come to mind when you think about bravery, this one is probably going to may
1: surprise, but I think about gratitude actually, because a lot of times when we're in a moment and we have to make a hard decision, or we take an action, one, we don't always see the outcome until sometime down the road. And we certainly don't always see the silver lining. And I think that one of the things that we don't focus on enough is being grateful for the courage and the strength to make changes that we need to. It's not easy to fire people. And in fact, you know, professionally, firing people it's been the thing I enjoy the least, and I'm sure mm-hmm. most people listening to this that are business owners, like nobody in any economy likes to have to let people go, and we've all had to do it. But there's courage involved in that, right? And, and particularly if you're a business owner, uh, a small to medium sized business, and you're listening to this, sometimes doing a hard decision, which ultimately will be the best outcome for your company, for you, and then by proxy for your family, is very, very difficult. And we need to be able to give ourselves an attaboy and a pat on the back and be grateful that we have the courage to take the actions needed to improve our businesses or pivot during a situation like the world is going in with coronavirus, for example, to do what needs to be done. It's not always easy. If it was easy, everybody would own a business. The vast majority of people don't and they go to work and they just do what they're told. Just the fact that you are an entrepreneur itself is something that you should be grateful you have the courage to take those steps.
0: Well, I love that word gratitude. And a lot of the guests that we've had on our show talk about in the moment that they do something that requires bravery. They dreaded it. It was extremely hard. They lost sleep the prior night. You know, They went through all of this kind of physical and emotional trauma to do it. And yet, years later, look back on it and think it was the best thing that ever happened, was the best decision, the best event that could have happened. And I think, to some degree, that's speaking to gratitude, right? That they look back on something that they did at a a prior event or in a prior situation with gratitude and appreciation.
1: I can give you an example of this from my professional life that happened within the past year, actually, is we, your Success Insights, had hired a technology company we had contracted this company to develop the tools that we're actually selling now or the former version of the tools and they were completely incompetent they oversold and wildly underdelivered they were impacting our reputation costing us a fortune we hate and, vendors like that well and they're out there and and this was the worst vendor experience i had ever had in my entire life and I, and i remember calling my partner it was around thanksgiving where You know, we had a situation where, you know, we'd had a myriad of issues. I could spend two hours talking about the issues. I was very clear with them, like, this can't happen again. And then another high-profile customer bought our stuff, our assessments, and they failed. And we had to give them all their money back. And I knew that I had to fire them. And it it was a very uncomfortable conversation. It ended up involving lawyers, which wasn't surprising. But, of course, you know, we documented everything and had all the evidence we need to prove (laughs) that what was promised was never delivered. And now here we are later, many, many, many months later. We are in the best position of our lives in terms of a corporation, even in this economy, because we have tools that can truly help people. But had we not had the bravery, the courage to have that incredibly uncomfortable conversation, uh, my company would not be successful. And so we really have to be honest with ourselves that you know, if you have that feeling in your gut, and I know that's a technical term, but we know what's right and what's wrong. And we know where we need to fix problems. And it's sometimes easier, of course, just to not deal with things. But, you know, in the long run, that has significant issues. So that was an instance where, like, transformational business moment when we got rid of that vendor, then started working with a different company out of Sweden, who has been like the polar opposite they're a dream to work with and and now everything that we wanted to bring to market we were able to do so successfully so that was an example where had we not done that we would not have any success today
0: we're going to pause in our conversation with dr richard schuster and we ask you to join us next week as we hear dr richard's bravery story and to our listeners thank you for joining us this week and we hope you join us next week as we further explore being brave at work We also welcome you to subscribe to our podcast at BeBraveAtWork.com and or download and listen to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Apple, Overcast, CastBox. We are everywhere. Be on the lookout as well for my new book, Drive Your Career, Nine High-Impact Ways to Take Responsibility for Your Success, which is being published in September of 2020. Do you have something to say yet are not saying it? Do you have something to do yet are not doing it? Now is the time to be brave at work.